in your marketing efforts, you might be wondering, what are the types of people, the types of businesses, the types of organizations that you should reach out to? There are many consultants and organizations that have niche expertise, and there are others that have more general expertise and look at things in a more holistic perspective. I believe when working with marketing consultants and service companies, you really need to decide which is the best for you. Well, I'm going to focus today on holistic marketing, what it is, and why it is so crucial for you to understand this concept if you want to be successful in your organization's marketing. The same applies to who you end up hiring. So listen in, and I guarantee you this episode is going to help you see your business's marketing in a brand new way on this next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach Podcast. Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your Your digital digital marketing marketing coach. coach. Helping you grow your business with digital-first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer. Maybe you have heard of this term, holistic marketing. Maybe you've heard of the term holistic and associated it with medicine, but holistic marketing is almost the exact opposite of niche expertise marketing or working with someone that is a niche expert in something. We are a culture that is fostering the creation of niche experts. You know, the riches are in the niches. You got to be niche. The whole creator economy is sort of built on people having niches. And I think when we apply this to marketing, it gets to be a little bit interesting. Now, what prompted me to record this episode came from, it was actually a conversation on Twitter. Yes, I'm still there. And the conversation was about uh, TikTok, you know, and its potential for being banned here in the United States. And someone commented that a whole new generation of content creators are going to understand what it means to not build their property on rented land, right? This notion that we are all on rented land. YouTube is rented land as well. I'm not going to lie, right? Uh, I prefer YouTube as rented land compared to other social networks. And it's been pretty consistently stable over the past, you know, more than decade. But needless to say, over time, and I think for those of us that have been through many, many different social networks, and I'm talking like Stumble Upon, Empire Avenue, Ello, Sue, I can go on and on, Google Plus. I can go on and on about social networks that have come and gone. And whenever there is a new social network, there are also a group of niche experts. And the group of niche experts say, you got to do this, you got to do that. And this raises the question, do we have to do this or that? So I want to take a step back in my career. When I finished writing, it's a story that I've shared before. When I finished writing Maximizing LinkedIn for Sales and Social Media Marketing, actually it came before that. Uh, I finished writing Windmill Networking, Understanding, Leveraging, and Maximizing LinkedIn in March of 2009. I ended up publishing in 2009 in September. 
But after I finished writing the manuscript for that, I decided that I didn't want to just be seen as a LinkedIn expert. The reason why is that the needs of businesses go far beyond just LinkedIn, right? If it's a B2C company, LinkedIn might be far down on the list of important social networks. And I wanted to be like the doctor, the doctor who says, let me first look at the symptoms and decide what is best for you. So I could have gone with the LinkedIn niche and just did LinkedIn 24-7 for a decade, and I might be viewed a little bit differently, but I didn't. I made that strategic decision. Yes, I published one more book, Maximizing LinkedIn for Sales and Social Media Marketing, a little bit later. But regardless, I decided that as a, at the time, social media marketer, now digital marketer, needing to help the businesses that relied on me for expertise, I would be doing them a disservice if I only recommended what I was familiar with. And it almost gets back to when I published Maximize Your Social in 2013, because it was the same thing. In order to create a social media marketing strategy, I needed to know all of social media marketing so that regardless of what needs they have, there is a prescription that I could provide them that would help them get there rather than just say, oh, you gotta be on LinkedIn or you know, these days, oh, you gotta be on TikTok. So fast forward even more, and it's interesting because my evolution as a holistic digital marketer, as I'm going to call myself, versus a niche expert, comes down to when I published The Age of Influence. So The Age of Influence is a book on influencer marketing. I primarily wrote it in 2019. It was published in March of 2020. And at the time, I was not known as an influencer marketing expert, but I understood influencer marketing enough to know that it was one of the most powerful yet least understood marketing channels out there and that I wanted to learn it and I wanted to teach what I learned and that was the book. But a funny thing happened. Now that book got published the day that California went on lockdown. This is March 17th, 2020, right? But I had a lot of companies reach out to me and they wanted consulting help. And you know, fortunately, I already had a fractional CMO program. I had a I had a program that I could funnel them into where we could work virtually over Zoom, right? But the interesting thing is they all wanted influencer marketing. They assumed that that was the cure, but they were not doctors. So how do you know if influencer marketing was best for you without understanding what your objectives are and what might be the best way to meet those objectives? And in many cases, influencer marketing was not the best way. Now, maybe at some point with a phased approach, it might be, but it wasn't always the best way to meet their strategic objectives. So once again, I'm the doctor, right? The doctor of marketing, holistic marketing. I see things holistically. It's not based on what I emotionally think that you should do because I've invested a lot of time there or I've written a book on that subject. It goes down to what are your needs? What are you trying to do? And then what are the pieces that can help you do that? In some cases, it's not even social media. And that's why, you know, with, with COVID, I realized that there was a whole lot of digital marketing outside of social media marketing that I needed to know for my own brand. I needed to help my clients with. And that's why I said earlier, I really focused just on that social media marketing. But now I've really evolved into looking at digital as a whole. And it makes me a better doctor. It makes me able to prescribe solutions at a quicker pace, at a more accurate pace and more efficiently, and really provide the best solutions for my clients. So I bring this up 
because I talk with a lot of clients and they think, well, who should I hire? Either full-time or freelancer, or what sort of agency should I work with? And the conversation is always around, well, we have a web agency, but they can help us with our social media too. They said they can do SEO. Oh, and they can do this and that. And the problem is that there are a lot of companies that have niche expertise, but they try to do everything. But because they're an agency, their business model is to sell you more services. There is a conflict of interest. It is the same conflict of interest that I talked about in Maximize Your Social. The conflict of interest that says, if you allow an agency to create your strategy, there's an obvious conflict of interest. They're obviously gonna recommend things to build up business with you. And I see this happening a lot in many organizations that I work with uh, and that I have friends that work with. So it really gets down to you need to have this holistic approach. Ideally, you have the approach in-house so that you know what are the core things you need to do to reach your objectives. And if you don't have those core skills, you wanna be making sure you're working with the right organizations, the right consultants, you're hiring the right people. But if you don't have this holistic marketing perspective, if you're not dangerous enough in every aspect of digital content influence or social media marketing, and therefore you cannot assess like a doctor could what might be the best approach, you might end up hiring someone for content marketing, someone for influencer marketing, someone for social media marketing. And then based on their niche expertise, they are going to want you to go down a route that may not be best for your company. And that's really my message here. So niche experts have a role. Once you've determined that, wow, we are getting 90% of our business from SEO, let's hire an SEO expert, or let's go to an SEO agency that is just really good at SEO. That makes a lot of sense. But until you can get to that conclusion where it makes sense to hire a niche expert full-time or, you know, or even part-time, I would say, you really need to look at everything holistically. Look at the whole and decide what is the best solution to meet that objective. Is TikTok the best solution to reach a Gen Z? Probably. It's not the only solution. There's other solutions out there. There's a paid strategy. There's an organic strategy. There's influencer marketing. There's a lot of different things that go into it, right? So maybe that TikTok expert only has experience in organic. They don't have experience in paid. They've never done influencer collaborations, for instance. This is where you really need, ideally, obviously you own your digital marketing strategy. But on top of that, you have this holistic perspective. Ideally, that holistic marketing perspective is data-driven. But this is why a lot of you know, companies come to me because they want that holistic perspective. They know that I have various expertises, but you first need to get grounded into what you need. And once you understand those channels that you need to become more proficient with, then it makes sense to make those investments with niche experts. So the riches are in the niches, but if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, and you're trying to figure out which way to go, you need to be holistic first, reach out to niche experts, companies with niche expertise second, because otherwise you may be led down a very, very long rabbit hole that you end up spending a lot of money and you don't get the results that you should get. It's all about the doctor wants to prescribe the best medicine to give you the results that you should be getting for your precious budget to meet those strategic goals.
So this topic, like I said, just came to mind from uh, over the last few weeks, various conversations with various clients and various other people in the industry. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. I don't know if you've ever thought about this concept of holistic marketing, which I am a huge fan of, and it really explains everything I do. You know, I, I have two books about LinkedIn, one about social media marketing strategy, one about influencer marketing. My next book will be about digital marketing. I'm hoping it becomes the digital marketing playbook, right? And to me, it's natural because you need to be everywhere. We talk about omni-channel marketing. Well, marketers need to be omni-channel as well. And if you're not, you start consuming content and becoming a user of those channels and you learn. And there's various resources. I was talking with a client and they're just getting started on YouTube. There's so much they don't know. Well, it's like, Neil, how did you learn this all? Well, it's a lot of sweat equity, right? It's, it's a lot of doing. It's going to conferences like VidSummit. It's reading books like the YouTube formula by Daryl Eves. It's listening to awesome people that talk about YouTube like Roberto Blake, um, you know, the TubeBuddy Express podcast, uh, VidIQ's Tube Talk podcast, Golden Danes or Dane Golden, I always get the name wrong, his uh, video marketing value podcast. But you need to both have historical perspective. You also need to be well versed in it by doing it yourself. And you always need to be studying from the masters, right? And learning from them. So there's no shortcut to all this. And if you are a content creator and you want to go that niche route, by all means, go for it. I mean, a niche is a great way to be differentiated in the market. And I just hope though, when a client contacts you, if your niche is really not the best fit for that client. I mean, back in the day, I'd say, look, I do not do Snapchat. If Snapchat is part of what you want to do, I am not the person you want to work with. So if you can set those boundaries, then I think you're going to have much happier clients and I think you're not going to get bogged down in work that you don't want to do either. But it's all about best practices. It's always about providing what is best for the client. It's that okeksama wa osama, Japanese proverb, you know, customers is king. Customers always right. It's really having that mindset, right? Combined with that holistic perspective of marketing that I think will set you as a marketer, you know, apart, as well as hopefully you becoming a home for holistic marketing in your organization to really get the best out of whatever is possible with your marketing program. Well, that is my rant for today on the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Uh, I hope that you got value from that. Is there something, you know, do you agree, disagree with that? Is there something that you'd like me to talk about in this podcast? Is there a guest that you'd like to recommend? Feel free to reach out to me. My email is neil, N-E-A-L, at neilshafer.com, N-E-A-L-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R. I really hope to have a conversation with you and get to know you better. And another way you can do this is by simply leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. I know I've asked this several times and most podcasters do, but it really, really makes a difference in the virality and the spread and the reach of the podcast. So that's all that's left for this week. I look forward to serving you again next week. Next week, for those that haven't subscribed, will be an interview episode. And until then, this is your digital marketing coach, Neil Schaefer. Signing off. You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests, links? Go to podcast.neilshafer.com. Get the show notes to this and 200 plus podcast episodes and neilshafer.com to tap into the 400 plus blog posts that Neil has published to support your business. While you're there, check out Neil's digital first group coaching membership community if you or your business needs a little helping hand. See you next time on Your Digital Marketing Coach.